0: Nobody's happy podcast The only imitation podcast That tastes like the real thing uh, <laughs> That's what my podcast is right It's. Uh, I can't believe it's not podcast Kids can't tell the difference <laughs> No it's like uh, This podcast is, is like um, What do they call that uh, We have that at home meme or you'll be like, Mom, can we get some Joe Rogan experience? And your mom's like, we already have Nobody's Happy at Home. You're like, fuck. I don't like that shit. No, I'm, uh... I'm actually uh, pretty excited, man. Uh, thank you guys so much, first of all. Uh, I guess it's not first of all. I spent the first couple of seconds fucking off. But, uh, secondly... Uh... I just want to say thank you to everybody... Uh... Who said all those nice things on, uh... On the second uh, special uh, hour, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's doing pretty good, man. Uh, last I checked, it was like at forty thousand views or some shit. Um, and actually, I saw it on somebody else's uh, thing. It actually had way less, but uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh, with the one I have because that one uh, looks like it uh, could actually pay some money. Um. So yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, for the support. That was uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, seeing all all those people, uh, you know, uh, saying all those nice things and um, and basically pushing the the video itself, you know, because it's it's people by by viewing the, the the video and liking it and commenting and all that shit. It um, I'm not sure, but I think it uh, I think it fucks with the algorithm and it makes it uh, better. I don't. Fucking know. Um Yeah, uh, I feel I feel good, man. Uh for the for the for the first time in my career. Um I've been doing this for ten years, man. I started in two thousand ten. Uh and for the first time in my stand up career, I feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, uh, not near, you know, but I can certainly see that. in the foreseeable future uh uh this this could finally um this could finally uh i don't even know what to call it success or make it i don't like why like i told my friends man i i don't even want to i don't want to be i don't want to be in the movies i I don't want to i really don't care much about being a millionaire cuz th- didn't I read somewhere that after like 70 grand a year or 170 grand a year there's really no like considerable change but that was probably written by somebody that made less than 170 grand <laughs> I think Jeff Bezos would say uh would say otherwise he's like I I can buy more islands and uh more politicians with the money I have so yeah there you go you can um you can rig the game, but I don't even want that. You know that's what I was getting at. Uh, I I don't. I told my my buddy uh, George. I was like, dude, I just, I just want to make for me success in stand up is is making the same amount as an okay doctor. You know, like not even like a specialist. You got to drive to Houston to go see. You know, you got to fly to uh, some other fucking state. You know. Just a regular run of the mill. Alright, doctor. You know? Like I'm 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 competent. But I'll misdiagnose you every once in a while and be like, eh, hey, just drink some water and get some sleep. You'll be alright. Right? And then you go to a real doctor. Real doctor's like, You you have a fucking leukemia. What the fuck are you talking about? getting sleep. Uh but now nah, that's pretty much how uh How I see success It's not even uh, Which I know that That doesn't even That's not necessarily uh, The most humble uh, Thing to make the same amount As a doctor But I mean fuck When you consider like What some comedians make You know It's like it's crazy It's like fuck Doctors make way less Than some really Super successful comedians But like I said To me Success is, is 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 Basically being able to being able to work on stand-up and, and even the podcast now without having in the back of my head, uh, you know, the property taxes are coming up. You know, I don't want to have to worry about uh, that shit anymore. And for the first time in my career, I, I kind of see like... Like not necessarily like a trail that i can follow but i see how i the steps that i could take to get to where where i want to be and and you know uh i i don't i don't feel like it's immediate like i can i can almost touch it you know but it's i could see it you know and then the long distance but i can see it and before it was just like fuck don't swinging to swinging in the dark seeing if i hit something you know just, just 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 going crazy you know like like going like i don't know if this is gonna work you know uh because i've been i've been in front of the industry man i mean for all intents and purposes i'm like about as outside of the uh stand-up industry as, as you as, well, no now i mean that's pretty that's kind of exaggerated but um I'm, I'm pretty on the outskirts man I'm re- really, really far out in the outskirts uh, I've I've gone to the Montreal Comedy Festival uh, the, the Unrepresented Where you go in a, a, and and Do your set in front of uh, uh, Agents And, and managers and, and casting agencies and all that shit <clears throat> For me it's just I think it's I just eat a Either I didn't execute correctly or sometimes it's just bad luck. Most of the time it's just me not executing. But uh, they passed on me. Everybody passed on me. Uh, HBO, Max. I've gone in front of uh, Comedy Central. They all passed. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm about as far outside of this thing as as, 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 you, as you can get. Because once once you get to Montreal and you and you don't get signed by anybody it's almost like you got to go to the back of the line and start all over again and uh, it feels like that almost every time that uh that i've showcased in front of like you know like networks and stuff like that and um and then you don't get uh picked uh and you and you just and everybody that just goes like mm, we don't see it uh i totally get it man i think that's understandable uh because there have been times in my career where i didn't fucking get it i was like i don't even know what i'm fucking doing <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't even know if i'm gonna fucking uh make money you know so I, I totally understand the industry looking at me and going like i don't know if we can fucking make money with this dude uh but yeah it, it's i'm definitely in a position that's it's totally far removed from where i started man uh I started at the Laugh Out Loud in San Antonio in two thousand ten, like I said, and and starting comedy in San comedy San Antonio is not a comedy friendly town. Like it not like, like Austin, you know, uh um and and Nashville or Chicago. You know, all these like hubs. Uh even even Houston, like Houston's got like a like a you know, countrywide at least a past and and still some fucking really amazing comics that are coming out of there or even still live there. Um in San Antonio it's always been like as soon as people get good man they move out of here because it's hard to bring people out here for some reason. It's just people in San Antonio man we we just want to eat drink and fuck, you know like we we don't have time to like indulge your fucking your your stupid talent show <laughs> as my friend calls it. Uh so it's it's harder here, uh. And and starting off and in, and in, in, at the laugh out loud here, uh. Man, that was the wild wild west, dude. It was like the, like that the book, uh, the history of stand up, um, where it says uh they call it uh thieves, scoundrels, and drunks or something like that. Drunks, thieves, and scoundrels. That's exactly who was showing up at the open mic, and it was like. Like I said, the Wow wild, wild West, because if you showed up early enough when they opened the doors up at 530, because the show didn't start until 8, the open mic. But there'd be a line like at 530, there'd be a bunch of us, you know, there'd be like a good eight or ten dudes just standing there in line waiting for the doors to open. So you can go inside and sign your name. Um, it was first come, first serve. So if you got there first, but you wanted to go in the sweet spot, you just sign your name at number 14. And that's it you either went to go get a sandwich or or, or you fucking waited there and had had some drinks probably not a good idea though because i've there've been times where it, it'd be like 5 30 right and you sign up and i didn't have anything to do i was like i just wait here to till, till the show starts and i'd be there drinking from like 6 to like eve i would end up going up at like 9 or 9 30 and i basically just drink there till like midnight almost so i'd basically be there, there drinking for like six hours this is when i was uh 26 though you know 27 28 those first uh three years i was a i was a fucking animal dude like uh like i remember we did this uh we did this competition right dude i did so much coke in the bathroom of the laugh out loud and the river center comedy club rest in peace uh like we had the uh funniest in south texas competition it was like a local competition that we had here in san antonio like everyone from austin and down could sign up for it and f- all the way from houston or el paso and every year you'd have like one or two from from those cities um and i remember that the the year that i it. i was i was wired out of my skull dude no i was drunk out of my skull and i but I had an eight ball, a Coke on me, and I was trying to wait till the right time. And I think when, this sh- when the show was about to start, I started feeling like a like a nice buzz. I think I was already like a, a few beers in where I was like buzzing already. I was like, fuck, this show's barely starting. And I'm like, towards the l- l- second half of, of, of the show, man. The show was like an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes sometimes no I was close to two minutes uh two hours sometimes uh yeah and I remember I just leveling myself off because I was going like man I'm getting a little bit too uh too buzzed and I remember going into the the uh the bathroom and just fucking snowfall bro just straight up trying to level myself out and I remember damn what a flashback right I even went like, uh, <laughs> like I'm stepping out of the bathroom. Ugh. Who's ready for some fucking comedy? <laughs> um, no, dude. Uh, and I remember the year before, because that was my second year of stand up when I won that competition. I think it was in 2012. Uh, I have the trophy back here, but I don't want to fuck up a camera. Uh, I was, I was doing, uh, I wasn't doing coke at the time but I was drinking a lot the my first year I was drinking a uh, uh I don't I forgot what I was drinking but I was I was getting pretty hammered out there and I remember going up to to the owner of of the comedy of both comedy clubs uh the uh, the bar shop people I forgot his name but it's this dude that owns like half of San Antonio basically and he owned both of the comedy clubs and I remember one time he was sitting in the back right in a very uh just uh, how do you say when you don't dress all like uppity and shit? He's just a very regular guy looking, but he's fucking multimillionaire. Uh, And I remember going up to him knowing that he was the, the owner of the club. And I And I remember drunkenly going up to him and going, my name is Raul Sanchez, and I'm going to win this competition. <laughs> I said that, dude. I was out in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> I was out in the first round. And, um, I was so devastated, dude. I was hurting so bad. I mean, technically I was right, you know, just what I was, I was wrong about the time. You know, it was, it was going to be much later, but yeah, man, uh, God, there's so many fucking stories that, uh, I used to fuck up so much when I started my first three years, dude. Like we used to, uh, my first three years, man, were so full of like just Drugs and craziness Doing stand up Actually before I uh, Before I tell you anything else um, Before I forget um, I'm, I'm working on a, on a Patreon page Cause um, People have been telling me about Patreon for the last couple of years um, But it hasn't been till Recently that uh, A lot more people have told me and Including some comments and I think somebody sent me a message, but I couldn't find it again. Um, and also, uh, and a couple of other people, uh, and also in in person, in real life too, to, uh, telling me about a Patreon. And I don't know, I, I I'm kind of slow with this stuff. I mean, I'm just doing the podcast thing. I should have been doing this shit like four years ago, uh, or even two, man. So I'm I'm uh, I'm really behind. I get scared of like new technology and and, and shit like that. And I, I mean, I'm I'm about to be 37 here on uh, on in March, uh. So I'm not really like, you know, dirt old. But um, I'm, I'm kind of in this split. Like TikTok, I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, and and I and I'm not gonna find out probably. Um. And I don't know. I I just I've been thinking about it. I've been looking up into uh into it. I think I might have one up by April. Because uh, well, I want to do my research, you know I don't want to just I don't want to just, uh, wanna just d- do like a Patreon And I'm not prepared And then I don't put up like good stuff You know, things that people want to You know, want to see You know, extra stuff Like this podcast, for example uh, I'm going to keep doing this podcast And keep putting it up here for free uh, And I'm going to try to do my best at it uh, I like it, you know um but i think once uh once we start making money for real either here on youtube or or patreon where i can buy equipment that makes this this whole process a lot easier because most of the time it's just i gotta find a place to be by myself uh and then afterwards i gotta do the you know all the the not all the editing but you know as in like there's a lot you know but it's, it's tedious, you know um, and, and sometimes I just want to work on stand-up I can't be dicking around with fucking video and audio You know, that's not what I got into this for So, and uh, I'm looking at that And it's got like goals and shit like that On the on the Patreon thing And so, once, once, uh, you know Once I get my money right Like Kanye said Um <clears throat> the uh, i'll be able to do this a lot faster and a lot easier uh, and 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 yeah uh, there'll be extra stuff for people to to see on patreon i just gotta like i said i gotta i gotta do the research so i can uh so i can see what i what i could do i know i'm gonna definitely for sure do another podcast there uh that's gonna be longer like two or three hours like if you see the the old some of the older episodes that i did it for a couple of episodes like between episode 20 and 25 i think if you look on this channel i was doing something like that where it would be you know two or three hours me with my friends and i would interject in between um like another recording uh i'm not gonna do it like that but it's gonna be something something to that effect you know I, I, i i want it to be fun and cool um you know so I'm gonna do that i just gotta i gotta figure out what that looks like and i want to shoot a couple of episodes and you know put them up you know or at least yeah and put them up so that i have all the content well not all the content because i'll be adding more but you know some content so that you could people could start uh getting on the patreon and, and and seeing the extra stuff um I don't know what else it offers I guess messages You can directly message me there Obviously I would I would Certainly answer all of those Cause I hardly get on my Facebook Um So uh, God only knows how many Messages I have On that fucking thing Um And Twitter I almost Never touch it Um Instagram I I mean I, I gotta get better at this shit Maybe not Twitter I don't know about Twitter But Certainly Instagram uh, pictures and videos and shit like that. Uh, also I I could tell you um uh, I could tell that you could do a like a Q and A kind of thing like a streaming thing on 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 Patreon. So I'm gonna try to do um try to do that and other stuff. Like I said, I'm still researching, seeing like what else you can do that you know that people can you know can can get and and it won't seem like a waste of money. You know. Um. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah. If you want to suggest something, I guess you could do it there. But for now, I get if you know, I don't think there's gonna be that many uh, uh, comments. The 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 stand up that that's got so many comments that I that I get intimidated to even just look at them. But I guess here for the podcast, uh, I guess if you got any suggestions about, or if you guys know more about Patreon and uh than I do. Because i just like i said i just started looking into it the past few days and um uh i'm i'm, in, I'm very interested in, in in that um uh yeah that's about it man just let me know what you guys uh what you guys think and uh i'll let you know uh what i'm up to and how we can um how we can uh move that uh, whole fucking thing along and 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 have everybody be Happy with it, you know um, That being said uh, What was I talking about before this? About the turbulent uh, turbulent times Of my, my first three years Oh shit, man It was fucking crazy the, uh, the What I remember For sure is the great cocaine epidemic That hit the uh, open mic scene In San Antonio <laughs> In 2012 Dude, there was a point where me and a couple of other uh, Buddies um, and most of them have stopped doing stand up too. Uh, but I remember there was a time where me and, oh, rest in peace. And I just not said that person's name, but I don't think anybody's going to know. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll cut that out. Uh, but yeah, I had some friends. Um, I shouldn't be saying their names, right? Uh, I had some friends, um, that have mostly stopped doing standup, uh, pretty much all stopped doing stand up. these friends, but, uh, there was some, some friends, uh, that I was doing standup with at the time that like comedy started getting in the way of our, of our doing Coke, man. It was, it was fucking crazy. Like it got to that, to that level where, where we, we were waiting there to like do our time. So we can go fucking do coke and, and go drink. And most of the time dude there was a lot of sets that I did that, that now people would tell me like, man, remember when you used to do this set, uh, this joke and this joke? And man, that was fucking crazy. And it was it was it was like they were saying it was crazy in a good way. But half of that stuff I don't remember, man, because I was all drugged out and I'd go up there and do these crazy fucking rants. Uh where uh uh, I don't know people uh, some people appreciated it they were like this is it's pretty cool man but what they didn't know is just because I was kind of kind of hurting like just depression relationship stuff and and just uh it's just not knowing what you're what you're gonna be because I mean I was a year or two in I really hadn't thought of stand up as like I could do this for a living one day And, 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 and be successful It was just kind of like I was doing that and I really didn't know Where my life was going i just gotten out of the army Um Oh was a story I'm going to tell you I'll tell you next time because I don't want to do these too long You know it, it takes up a lot of time Uh and like I said I'm working on All, all that uh Patreon And writing new material and shit So uh what was I getting at? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were we would do we would do shows like in 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 like we used to do this 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 show at this venue that it was a rock venue. It's this like box rock venue. It was a black box kind of thing, and we would do time in between the 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 bands. And these were a lot of like metal bands, you know, a lot of rock bands. So that's the first time I ever found out that the bass, the drums need to get tuned. I didn't know that. I thought you just buy drum set and then you're like, well, this little one makes a sound and for the other sound, I get the big one. But apparently you tune these motherfuckers. And the reason I know this is because while we were on stage, we would go in between the bands. So while we were on stage, either a band was breaking down or was setting up. So there'd be times while you were like trying to do your bits where the drummer's already set up, and you just, you just hear, boom, doom, 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 where he's just hitting the fucking bass drum, and he's just, boom, boom, and I'm in the middle of a bit, and going like, what the fuck, and I look back, and he's looking at the, at the guy in the back, the sound guy, and they're doing the whole, like, up or, or, or down, like, uh, the whole fucking, is it, what is it, a sound, sound test, mic check, sound test, yeah, that's the first time I fu- I was like, you tune a fucking drum? I was like, that's crazy. Or at least, I guess, the, adjust the volumes on it. But, man, it was, uh, that was fucking annoying. But at, at the time, we didn't care. We just wanted to do stand-up so bad. We were like, fuck it, man. I'll go in between uh, Rancid Skull or whatever fucking uh, <laughs> metal band that, that was playing. And th- we there had... Uh, dollar shot nights too man yeah that was some fucking crazy shit the, the only good thing about back then is i didn't drink uh, i didn't drink uh tequila back then i mean i still really don't i'm more of a whiskey person but they had like this tequila this just whew, this tequila They would uh put some hair on your chest man and it was like a dollar a shot it was like once a week and yeah, a lot of people would leave there trashed and not at two in the morning. Sometimes, sometimes we would uh, stay afterwards and party with the staff afterwards in the in the in the back and in the fucking front. They turn on the TV and close everything down. We'd smoke inside and shit. Yeah, it was pretty fucking dope. There's a lot of other places in San Antonio that uh, that were like that. Um, damn it, I forgot the Hookah Lounge. I forgot. I forgot what that place was called. But yeah, dude. Uh I I remember even ending up at an artist compound one time after after that uh doing that show. Uh it was called Night Rocker or some shit. And I went to this artist compound where it looked like an abandoned building, but it was just a bunch of like tattoo artists, fucking uh painters and and shit. people just kinda like like you know, the the those kind of people they just have a a um a mattress on the floor, right? And it's and 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 some of the doors, it's it's just a a a, a, a why do you say savana? A fucking a, a, that thing that you put on a fucking bed. What is it called? A sheet, like sheet. It would just be like a, a bed sheet covering up the 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 entrance of a room. And You just go. Like, Who's in here? And go up to the roof and uh, free base some cocaine, <laughs> dude. I was around some wild motherfuckers, dude. I was around some wild people. I remember a dude gave me uh, a fucking a fucking what is it called? It was a drawing, and he was he was a tattoo artist, and you we were doing coke getting fucked up and he was like hey man i like you and blah blah. he gave me a i think i still have it up there somewhere um it was a pretty cool uh pretty cool drawing uh and i and i took it with me and i still have it even though uh even though i wasn't in my right mind and i don't think i ever looked at it again for uh i think it's been like eight years since the last time i've looked at it oh but uh yeah, guys. Um, like I said, uh, I really want to keep this short and sweet. Uh, thank you, guys, so much for uh, for listening.